oftentimes we are reliant upon third-party integrations to offer features or abilities on our websites or mobile apps or whatever the digital asset is and we don't have complete control over these third-party integrations so in these scenarios we can only do so much customization right like we have access to settings we can change certain settings but we can't edit the code we can't ex we can't get into um, the components where uh, where we need to to change accessibility and make sure that these third-party integrations are accessible um, or and or conformant under the web content accessibility guidelines so for example um, this comes up many many times when I am um, working on my websites let's say I want to um, you could add a social activity stream where um, it integrates let's say your Instagram stream onto your website or it could be having a live chat feature or maybe you want to use a learning management system to um, offer something and that learning management system needs to be accessible or uh, there could be a user accounts that are, that are being served. For example, with banks, a lot of times banks are reliant upon um, some type of third party system or platform to, um, to display account information. Um, it could also be an e-commerce plugin. So when we think of um, like WordPress sites, um, the ability to sell products off of these WordPress sites, a lot of times we're relying upon third-party plugins. It might be uh, a payment system. It could be Stripe or PayPal. And that's not to say these are inaccessible. That's just to give you an example that we are, we rely many times on third-party integrations um, in the um, in the use of our digital assets. So what, what can you do if these third-party plugins are not accessible or they create, there are certain accessibility issues that are known and cannot be edited on your end? So here are a few options, and, I'm not, and I think there are more, but I'm not going to get into everyone, but here are some common uh, default responses that I have. One is you can remove the integration. You can search for an alternative. Um, you could go to the provider and ask for what is commonly referred to as a VPAT, uh, more, more te technically correct is referred to as an ACR. So a VPAT is a v uh, voluntary product accessibility template and the meaning, the common usage meaning is you're asking for an accounting of the accessibility of a product or service. And ACR is the technical, the technically correct term, it refers to an accessibility conformance report. And that is the completed VPAT, but VPAT is the common usage. So you could ask this provider, hey, can you give me a VPAT or an ACR on, your, uh, on the, product, the accessibility of your product? They likely don't have one, um, but asking for it can introduce, can be a way of introducing, we would like to see these changes made. Ask, uh, asking for changes to be made um, is another consideration. Offering your own audit and or specific requests. So this could be a way of telling this vendor, and, and sometimes the vendors don't quite understand what's happening, but if you already have an audit and you know the issues that exist, this is actually a really nice thing to present to the vendor and let or the provider and let them know, we've already done this for you. What we're doing is we're pointing out where your plugin, where your widget, where your platform, where your app, etc., 
is inaccessible, um, here's what we need you to fix and we're handing it to you. And, and so we just need your developers to take care of this on there. Some, uh, I think a lot of times the providers don't understand what's actually happening. They think it's just an encumbrance upon them when you're actually doing them a favor. And so another option here is to explain to them, try to explain to them the business case benefit for them. If they can make their um, product, if they can make that accessible, that is such a benefit. And I know personally, because I look over and over again, I'm just searching, um, going to, I'm, I'm on page seven of Google, or I'm using alternative search engines, trying to find um, these different products that are actually accessible. It's, it's actually even very difficult as we're headed into 2023, it's very difficult to provide, to find uh, products that are actually WPI conformant and not just, um, they're not just speaking to accessibility, but you can tell they've actually addressed it. Another option is to bring up your uh, renewal. A lot of times these are software as a service. These are ongoing subscriptions. You could try to leverage your next purchase. Um, and another option, and this is one you'll want to talk over with your counsel, if you know there's a limitation, you know that there's nothing you can do about it, you are, you are stuck because you need this provider, it's already integrated into what you do, you already have too much reliance on the product to undo everything or it would just be a tremendous expense to do so, you can name the known limitations in your accessibility statement and disclaim them. Now, that could invite litigation. Um, if you look at it another way, it could also be um, alerting your users to any practical considerations they need to make uh, when using it. You could also, you could also um, offer an alternative. Um, for example, emailing a request. Um, this isn't a perfect solution, but it is something um, that's at least worthy of consideration and talking over with your counsel. And I wanted to um, mention something in the ADA that uh, speaks to the difficulty when you're when you're using a pro when you're when when something you're offering isn't accessible and the uh, making it accessible isn't readily achievable. So, under Title Three, um, uh, su Section Two, Subsection A, Sub Subsection Three, a failure to takes such steps as may be necessary to ensure that no individual with a disability is excluded, denied services, segregated, or otherwise, otherwise treated differently than other individuals because of the absence of auxiliary aids and services unless the entity can demonstrate that taking such steps would fundamentally alter the nature of the good service, facility, privilege, advantage, or accommodation being offered or would result in an undue burden. So. Focusing on that undue burden, um, the reason we are sourcing uh, so much to third parties is because we need people that are, we need organizations, providers that are specialized in these things because we, we, we just don't have the capacity to offer all of these functions and features ourselves. Um, so I think I, that's, a, that's a worthy reference and something to keep in mind we're in a gray area here, so it's um, 
I think you could easily argue there could be an undue burden to this. Um, but when, when uh, there's litigation because of inaccessibility and it is due to a third party integration, having this technical, technically strong argument doesn't serve well because it costs to defend against litigation. Um, so it is a difficult spot when you do have a third party integration, um, but there are a number of options to run through and consider. Um, each one really needs to be decided and evaluated with your counsel because there is, there is such um, large, there's so much risk at stake because this is a highly litigious area. Um, but when it comes to third party integrations, the good news is I think that we will see improvements. We will see more and more products offer accessibility because it does make sense from a business point of view. Um, not necessarily because they're so concerned about accessibility. Some are, I have seen some that really do care, but many, like everyone will care when they realize what the, the, the tremendous advantage, especially now, there's a tremendous advantage if you offer a product or service and you incorporate accessibility into that product or service, there's a tremendous advantage and you will have many people, um, many people signing up uh, and paying an additional premium because it is worth it. I know firsthand, I'm always looking, this is, this is a constant theme in my searches. I am looking for something that is WCAG conformant and, it, and the products are very hard to, um, these products that, are, that have paid attention and our WCAG conformant are extremely difficult to find. When I find one, I will, especially when there are no other options, I will gladly pay far above um, the alternative prices because it is worth that much to me and it makes everything that much easier. So um, these, are, these are some of the considerations when it comes to third-party integrations. Um, I wrote the book on ADA compliance as it applies to digital assets. It's the ADA book. This will, the ADA book will provide more context around this discussion um, and help you understand more the practical um, environment when you are trying to make your digital assets accessible.